powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hey, everybody, come on in. It was taking forever to go live. Come on in, everybody. Come in, tell me where you're watching from, and make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. We're just on Instagram tonight, and we've heard back from TikTok, and so I should have my TikTok back here uh, on the 20th or sooner, all right? So I appreciate that. Uh, we had some uh, hecklers earlier this week that were messing with my TikTok. But come on in, everybody. Let me know where you are watching from and then make sure that you share. Atlanta, good to see you. Good to see you. Come on in. Uh, yes. Oh, we prevail. We always prevail. Uh, we always win. Can I just get you to type that on the screen? I always win. Even if you find yourself in a situation that makes you feel like you are not winning, you always win. All right. Um, that is the scripture. The Bible says that he always leads us into triumph. He always leads us in triumph is what the scripture says. So you always win. No sound. All right. Does everybody else have sound? I think every, No, I think it's just you. Everybody else has got sound. All right. Uh, so you may want to come back out and uh, go out and come back in. We always win. That's Second Corinthians 2 and 14. All right. So listen, um, yesterday was amazing. It was Friday Night Fight in Denver. We welcomed the first of the biblical spring feast. It was amazing. Um, and if you missed that, I encourage you to go back and uh, listen to that message and watch that uh, experience. It was a little bit shorter than um, um, sometimes the flow of the spirit on a Friday at five, but it was amazing nonetheless. Pennsylvania, good to see you. Um, you always win. So we are in this series at Harvest. And of course, tomorrow is Resurrection Sunday. I want to encourage you, if you're in Denver, be in the building. Bless you, man of God. If you're in Denver, be in the building. If you are not in Denver, you can watch on any of our digital platforms uh, for tomorrow's uh, experience. It's going to be phenomenal, as you already know. It's going to be great. Uh, Friday Night Five was powerful, wasn't it? Um, it was really good. Um, it was the first, We welcomed the first of the biblical spring feasts, and, uh, which, which there are four. The Bible is not based off of the... Gregorian calendar. It's called the Gregorian calendar, the calendar we use from January to December because it's named after Pope Gregory the 13th, I believe. All right. Um, it's named after him. Um, at the end of the day, the Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar. The Hebrew calendar has four different starts depending on the reason. So for example, when the year changes over, that's called Rosh Hashanah. Um, then the Passover was a spiritual new year, if you will. So there's four different, different versions. And so um, in that, the Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar, and his Hebrew calendar has seven major feasts. Seven. Can I get you to drop a seven on the screen? Seven is the biblical number of completion. It's the biblical number of completion. Now, with that, that means if you honor the feast, you receive shalom. When you honor the feast, you receive shalom. The Bible says that these are to be honored throughout all time. Now, when you get to the spring feast, Passover, uh, I taught you about this, and, uh, is, uh, came in, originally in the scripture when the children of Israel were coming out of 430 years of Egyptian bondage. And what's amazing is the Bible says to the day that he promised they would come out, they came out. And the line for me last night that was amazing about Passover, the feast that began last night, uh, what's amazing to me is from Exodus chapter 12, 
in verse number 42. Listen to this verse. It says, on this night, the Lord kept his promise to bring his people out of the land of Egypt. So this night belongs to him. Can I just, and it must be commemorated every year. Can I just get you to type this on the screen? He will keep his promise. Uh, whatever you feel like has been delayed, delay is not denial. Whatever you feel like is never going to happen. Can I tell you something? You have got to shake yourself of the belief, of the feeling, of the expectation that it will not happen. Why? He is a God that will keep his promises. He is not going to waste who he is on lying to you. If you're a faithful giver, he promised you flourish. He's not going to lie. If you, if you, watch me, if you're willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Uh, watch me. He is not going to have you eating scraps when you're supposed to eat the good of the lamb because you're willing and obedient. He's going to keep his promise. He's a promise keeper. And what's amazing to me is that you just got to think for 430 years, um, they knew that up front. And how did they know that up front? Because the Lord told Abraham, the Lord told Abraham that it was going to be 430 years. Uh, let me give you that scripture where the Lord told him that. Um, in Genesis 15 and 13, now this is the promise. Know for certain that for 400, uh, and actually let me uh, use, which version I want to use. Let's use, um, let's use New King James Version. Um, uh, Genesis 15 and 13. It says, know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and they will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. Also, the nation whom they serve, I will judge afterward. They will come out with great possessions. So, so this thing was made as a promise. This thing was made as a promise. He told them up front what was going to happen. Um, and the Bible says it was to the day. 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 Uh, where the Lord made it clear that that was what's going to happen. That gap in time was before they were in bondage. So that's the 30-year gap. That's the difference. That's before they were in bondage. Remember, in, in, Gen in Exodus chapter 1, the Bible says this new Pharaoh array arose who did not know the God of Jacob. So that's that gap in time. All right. Now, listen, um, he keeps his promises. So we welcome the Passover, uh, and that began last night. The second of the feast is called the Feast of Unleavened Bread. And for the next seven days, um, the, the Hebrews had to eat bread. There were the yeast <clears throat> could not, uh, didn't have an opportunity to uh, rise in the bread. They had to leave out of Egypt so quickly that the yeast could not do what it does. And here's what this means for you and I today. Number one, when Jesus, he's our final Passover lamb. I taught you that last night. But number two, um, Jesus, leaven in scripture means error or sin. Jesus lived a sinless life. There was no error found in him, right? So he's our final Passover lamb. He is our unleavened bread. Why? Because there's no error in him. There is no evil in him. There is no sin in him. But then when you take that thing further, guys, I need y'all to share. I don't know what's up with these Instagram numbers, but I need y'all to share. With that, um, what's significant about that? Um, is that for you and I, what you and I are supposed to do is that we are supposed to remove leaven. What is leaven? Sin, error. So during these next seven days, you're, we are supposed to self-reflect and self-correct. Can I get you to type that on the screen? Self-reflect and self-correct. Um, this is an opportunity where God gives us the ability to look at our own lives, look at ourselves, look at the man and the woman, uh, man and the woman, look at the man in the mirror, look at the woman in the mirror, and then you need to look and say, what needs to change in me? 
What needs to be different in me? Uh, what What is not the way that it should be in me? And when you take on this attitude of self-reflection and self-correction, you will find that sometimes, in fact, probably not even sometimes, majority of the time, what you've been pointing your finger, blaming somebody else, the reality is you need to change. You need to do something different. Wave at me if you've been doing this lately and you can see that some things you were blaming other people at, it was really you. Wave at me. Some things that you were mad at other people at, it was really you. Some things that you were upset at other people about, it was really you. It was really you the entirety of the time. Uh, and that's important to understand because if you don't get this principle, you will be found with leaven in your home. You'll be found with leaven in your... I hate when collars don't do that. I was working out though. And, and, anyway, um, you, will, you will think that it's, it's everybody else. It's your mama. It's your daddy. It's your cousin. Shout out to those of you that are used the badges to sew. It's your cousin. It's this one. It's that one. And the reality is, it's you. It is you. Even if people are doing things to you that are unfair or that are not right, watch me. You can't control that, but you can't control how you respond to that. I was sharing something yesterday with some folks, uh, with some of uh, my uh, leaders. And as I was explaining it to it, I said, well, I, you know, we just have to laugh at this stuff. I said, we just have to laugh at it. I said, because if you don't laugh, you will howl and scream and cuss and act a fool. And I said, and it's not even worth that. I said, this is not even worth that. I said, this is funny. I said, this is funny and I want to laugh. I want to have a good laughing time because it's funny. It's not even worth it. It's, I, I can't control what, what foolery is doing, but I can sure control how I respond to it. And I said, and my response will be this. Yep, I'm about to multiply and grow. Come on. All right. So you got to self-reflect and self-reflect uh, self, self and self-correct during this time. All right. You've got to. You've got to self-reflect and self-correct during this time. Um, the third of the biblical feast is called the Feast of First Fruits, which is actually tomorrow. Now, because the biblical calendar and the normal calendar, the Gregorian calendar is what it's called, because um, they don't line up properly all the time. It just so happened that Passover was yesterday. That's the way they align this year. Um, the Feast of First Fruits is tomorrow. Um, it's what we, we call Resurrection Sunday, but it's actually a biblical feast. It's the Feast of First Fruits. Feast of First Fruits, it comes from Leviticus chapter 23 and verse number 10, where it says, um, bring the sheaf of the first fruits. You shall offer a male lamb. Um, the, fe the Feast of First Fruits says this, whatever the first is, so are the rest. Whatever the first is, so are the rest. Shalom, guys. As you're coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share. Um, tell me where you're watching from and share. All right. Jesus is our first fruit. Here's the principle of first fruits. Whatever the first is, so are the rest. Um, if the first is blessed, so go the rest. If the first is debt free, so go the rest. If the first is uh, 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 powerful, so are the rest. Whatever the first is, so go the rest. That's the principle of first fruits. That's Proverbs 3, 9, and 10 that extrapolate on that principle. Here we go. You ready? Jesus the reason the Bible says, hey, Dallas, the reason the Bible says um, that uh, Jesus says powerful statements like this, he says, greater works than these shall you do. Now, you just got to think about it. What did Jesus do? He raised the dead from life and raised the dead to life. He fed people with two fish and five loaves of bread. Like he did amazing things. And he tells Lazarus to get up. And he tells the clothes that Lazarus are in. He says, let him go. Jesus does some amazing things. But you know what he says? We're supposed to do even more amazing things. 
I need you to speak this over your life. I do greater works. Oh my God. Come on, y'all. Uh, I, I need you to put that, speak that over your life. I do greater works. I do greater works. Bible says, John 14, 12. He says, whoever believes in me, these works and greater is he going to do. We are the greater works people. We are the people that do greater. Greater than who? Then Jesus. Why is it greater? It's not greater because you, the quality will be will surpass. It's greater, watch me, because the quantity will surpass. Greater than, less than. It's greater not because the quality. Like, what are you going to do that's going to surpass bringing dead people back to life? What are you going to do that's going to surpass parting seas and stuff like that? All right, here's the deal. It's not greater because of quality. It's greater because of quantity. Why? Because you and I have more time than he did. You got to hear this. Um, he was locked down to three and a half years. He was locked down to three and a half years to do what he did. You and I, we have a lifetime. I need you to type that on the screen. You have a lifetime. You got your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, your 70s, whatever. You and I have a lifetime. So we can do greater because we have greater time. We can do greater, watch me, because we have greater information. We can do greater because we have greater access. While I was in the gym um, this evening, this gentleman walks over to me. When I'm in the gym, I'm, I am in gym mode. Like I am, boop, I'm focused. All right, I'm there to do what I'm doing. So he, he gets my attention. And uh, normally I've got, I've got music playing. I've got the message. I've got the Bible playing. I've got word playing. I've always got something going on in my ears. Faith comes by hearing. So I feed myself while I'm working out. And, um, and so he walks over to me and he says, I was doing a particular exercise. And he says, wow, you're, you're flexible. You, you know, I was like, you know, I never even thought that I've been flexible. And then he says, well, can you, you know, touch your toes? And I'm like, what is this? You know, what is this? And so I was like, you know, I did. I was like, oh, you know, I guess I am flexible. And he was like, oh, you can do that. And I, so we started getting into this conversation. The conversation lasts for a very long time. And uh, he's a nutritionist. Um, and he begins to talk about um, nutrition and, and diseases and all of that and the oil and, and sharing great information. And actually, his timing was great. But I was like, you know, I needed to know that. And the way this man just walked over to me and, and started his conversation. And so we're talking. And then the Lord says, this is going to be divine. What he's going to share with you is going to be divine. And I'm like, okay. And so then he starts talking and, and then uh, he's, just, he's, you know, uh, we get to the conversation and he said, you know, something, I could sense that you were a born again Christian. And so he tells me about where church he goes to and all that. So we're just having a whole conversation and he's pulling out, he's showing me pictures. I mean, this turns into a whole, like I had to stop my watch from counting calories because I was like, um, I said, this is cheating because I'm not actually doing anything right now. Um, so I had to stop it. And we have this whole conversation, but he shares some valuable information as it relates to nutrition and things like that. And he gives me the contact information um, for a particular individual. And so as we're going through all of that, he's talking about health and fitness and, and how people are able, your body you know, can heal yourself and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and so he just gives me some little tidbits. And then I began to say, like, oh my God, I, know, I, I, I said, I know some people who would love this information. And it was just good information at the right time. Um, we get to do more because we know more. We get to do more because we know more. Um, he's sharing all this stuff about how you can heal your body if you stop eating these these particular oils and stop doing this stuff. So he was telling me some stuff and I was like, oh, I'm about to cut that, I'm about to cut that. Now I'll verify it, but I'm gonna cut that, I'm gonna cut that. It was good information. What am I trying to say to you? 
Uh, for you and I today, we can do more because we have access to more. You have access to greater information. You have, let's come on, type this on the screen. I have access. You have access to more so you can do more. You have access. Somebody says I was watching on this topic. I'm telling you, you can do more because we know more. We have access to more. Jesus couldn't get on Instagram and talk to people. Jesus had to go from city to city. Now I can go from city to city on my phone. Y'all not saying nothing. Jesus had to take a team and travel. I can literally sit in front of devices and cameras and speak to people um, across America and around the world. We have access so we can do more. So here we go. For Feast of First Fruits, whatever the first fruit does, is, does and is, so are we. Jesus is our first fruit. He, watch me, what we call Resurrection Sunday and it's actually a Hebrew feast. It's the feast of first fruits. And Jesus was saying, since I got up, you can get up. Since I made it, you can make it. Since I overcame betrayal, you can overcome betrayal. Since I dealt with trifling people, you can deal with trifling people. Since I made it happen, you can make it happen. Since I took a bad hand and played it well, you can take a play, bad hand and play it well. Whatever he did, we can do. I need y'all to hear that. Look at me. There is nothing impossible for you. The only place an impossibility exists is in our mind. And I want to spend a few moments in tonight's preview to deal with that because one of the things that can happen is um, that you can begin to limit your life. Listen to me carefully here. You can begin to limit your life to what's possible and what's not possible. You ready? Be listen, not because of a fear of failure, watch me, but because of your experience because of your experience. What do you mean by that? Um, you will begin to create possibility, what's possible and what's not possible because you will say, based on my experience, this, 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 and this. But our first fruit showed us, watch me, based on people's experiences, when somebody dies, they ain't getting back up. Okay? You want to know what's even amazing about that is, is if you go further to the day of Pentecost, uh, uh, and, uh, in this spring feast time, it wasn't just Jesus that got up. The Bible says that graves were emptied and they saw people get up and walk. Y'all not talking? Y'all not talking? It's quiet here. Hold on, hold on. Let me give you, let me give you, let me give you scripture for that. Let me give you scripture for that. Here we go. I'm going to help you. That's Matthew 27 and 53. All right. Um, listen, Jesus. Yeah, hold on. Let me, let me bring it up. On the day of first fruits, I want to read you what the Bible says. On the day of fruits, I want to read you what the Bible says. I'm going to read it. Let's go NLT. I want, I want to see this. Because you celebrating Jesus getting up, but on the day of first fruits, let me show you what happened. Day of first fruits, let me show you what happened. Come on, come on. All right, here we go. Um, let's go here. All right. Matthew 27. Let's go to verse. Uh, I'm going to start back in verse number 50. Then Jesus released his spirit. Uh, shouted again and released his spirit. And at that moment, the curtain of the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Um, the earth shook, rocks split apart. And tombs open. The bodies of many, listen, the bodies of many godly men and women 
who had died were raised, watch me, from the dead. Verse 53, they left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem and appeared to many people. Well, I'm going to read it to you again because some of y'all didn't know that part. You just thought he got up. It wasn't just him. I don't know why you're not praising on this screen. He wasn't the only one that got up. Y'all got to talk to me tonight. Listen, Matthew 27, verse 52 and 53. And tombs open and the bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. How many of you just learned this today? And the bodies of many godly men and women uh, were raised from the dead. Verse 53, they left the cemetery after his resurrection. When is his resurrection? The day of first fruits. When is that? It is tomorrow in the way the calendars line up this, this year. Tomorrow. Listen, the Bible says they left the cemetery. And for some of y'all tonight, watch me. You're going to leave the cemetery of possibilities you've placed on yourself. Because it's sometimes your previous experiences make you put parameters on possibilities. I'm preaching better than y'all talking. Sometimes your previous experiences can put parameters, can put parameters on what you believe is possible, on what you believe is possible. You can sometimes think, well, I can't do that because this happened, because that happened. Don't you tell me about, listen, the normal is that when you die, you die. That's it. But what happened? Jesus did something weird. Come on, y'all. And what are we in? We're in a weird year. What is that? It's, it's supernatural. It's zany. It is uh, 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 where you will do your assignment. It will be creepy where you're asking yourself, is this really happening for me? It will be uncanny. Pay attention. Our first fruit got up. And when he got up, watch me, other people got up. You got to hear this. They left the cemetery. What is a cemetery? It is a place of dead dreams. It is a place of dead vision. It is a place of inactivity. God, it is a place where nothing is happening. It is a cessation of activity. And for some of you, watch me, tomorrow is going to be, watch me, where you're going to leave the cemetery. Listen to this line, Matthew 27, 15. 53, they left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection. What is that? The day of first fruits. When is that? Tomorrow, the way the calendars align. They went into the holy city of Jerusalem and appeared to many people. In other words, watch me. They had to come out of this dead place and they had to go into the city of Jerusalem. What is Jerusalem? It means city of Shalom. And they appeared to many people. For some of you, here's what you need. Here's, here's what this season represents for you. You're about to come alive. Mm, come on, y'all. You are about to come alive because you've been in a cemetery in your mind of the possibilities. And can I keep it 100 with you tonight? I know what it means for you to have experienced great success. And in your mind, this, there's, there's, it's like a cemetery of possibilities. You're saying, what's not possible? That's not possible. That's not possible. That's not possible. You've placed parameters on possible because of your previous experience. You've put parameters on what's possible 
because of your previous experiences. Well, I can't do that. Why? Well, that's not what happened for me. Why not? Well, that doesn't even seem... Sometimes, here's the deal. Can I be honest? You, you, the truth is you have expectation, but, the, but your expectation is so unquantified. It is so unspecific. It is so unvisualized because you've placed parameters. So your prayer turns into that, Lord, I just want to have a good day. Well, what the heck is a good day? I just want to have a good week. What the heck is a good week? I just want to, I just, Lord, just do, just blow my mind. How can I blow your mind when your mind wasn't even made up for something amazing in the first place? It's quiet tonight. All right. <clears throat> I still got a little preaching voice left over from yesterday. That's why I had to stop yesterday because I said, I got to make sure I got enough voice left for Sunday. All right. They got up and they left the cemetery. When? On first fruits. I need for a few of you all to just put that. I'm leaving the cemetery. Mm, mm, mm. I'm leaving the cemetery. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the cemetery of what's possible. I'm leaving the cemetery of what can and cannot happen. I'm leaving the cemetery. Right? When Jesus got up on that day of first fruit, bunches of people got up. And the Bible says they left the cemetery and they started walking to Jerusalem. And when they walked to Jerusalem, other people saw him like. Could you imagine? I want you to think about how weird that would be. Could you imagine? Um, could you imagine being in a city? It's kind of like Ghostbusters. <laughs> could you imagine being in a city and all of a sudden people that you knew had exited the earth? You looking and like. I know that ain't so and so. I know that ain't so and so. I could go really deep in preview tonight, but I won't. I could go really deep right there, but I will not. I could go really deep right there, but I won't. Um, you got to leave the cemetery. You got to leave the cemetery. And it's in your mind. It's in your mind. So everything that the first fruit is, we are. Everything that the first fruit is, we are. Well, that's good. Somebody says zombies. Not zombies, because these zombies are mindless. They're brainless. These were fully functional people. Um... That when Jesus resurrected their tomb, I want you to pay attention to this. This is good. Their tombs opened, which please hear me, please hear me. So during first fruits, watch me. They didn't have to fight to get out. They walked out. If you don't talk to me tonight, during first fruits, when is that? It is tomorrow, the feast of first fruits, based on the way the calendars align this year. Um, listen, based on first fruits. Hear me clearly tonight, y'all. And we're almost done. The tomb opened. Trust me. They didn't have to fight to get out. They walked out. I need you to prophesy this over this season you're in. Just, just prophesy this. Say, it'll be easy. Oh, my God. It'll be easy. It'll be easy. Come on, speak that over your life. It'll be easy. Ain't gonna be no fight. Oh, it ain't gonna be hard. The tomb opened for them. I could do a whole message just off of them two verses right there. You're gonna walk into it. Come on, speak that. Speak that. I'm gonna walk into it. You're gonna walk into prosperity. You're gonna walk into favor. 
You're going to walk into blessing. You're going to walk, you're going to walk into something. Come on here, preach it. You're going to walk into a building. Harvest. You're going to walk into it. It's going to walk into it. Go on. The tombs opened for them during this time. And watch me, the principle of first fruit says this, that whatever the first is, so are the rest. And you saw it in action on that day. Matthew tells you that on that day, people got up and their tombs were open. Watch me, which means all they had to do, all they had to do was sit up, stand up and walk it out. Sit up, stand up and walk it out. That little piece of scripture right there often gets overlooked. It often gets overlooked. How many of y'all, that was revelation for you right there? Wave at me. That was revelation for you. Wave at me. That literally happened. I just want you to imagine what that would be like if it happened in modern times where you see people and be like, is that? And they walk in. They walk in. They're walking. They are walking. And you know what's interesting? Okay, can I go a little bit deeper? Can I treat y'all like a Bible college class? Let me treat you like a Bible college class for just a second. Let me treat you like a Bible college class for just a second. Uh, let me treat you like that. Come on. Let me put it back up. This thing keeps taking me to everything but where I want to go. Um, let me pull this up for you. That's crazy. This is supposed to, yes. All right, look at this. All right, so in Matthew 27... I want to just read for you. Listen to this. Um, verse 54. The Roman officer and all the soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said this man was truly the son of God. And many women who had come from Galilee uh, with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. And it lists them out. Um, then you get to the, when they guard them at the tomb. Now, Matthew just told you that it happened on his resurrection. So then when you go to Matthew 28, listen, early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to visit the tomb. There was a great earthquake. The angel came down, uh, rolled aside the stone, sat on it. Dun, 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 dun. Don't be afraid. He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. This is all of their first fruits. I want you to pay attention. You ready? The Bible never says that those people return to their tombs. Let me see if I can make this real clear for you. First fruits is when God gave people who thought it was over for them, where he gave them another opportunity. Let me see if I can say it another way. This is just for y'all on preview tonight. He gave them a second chance. Watch me. When the Bible says it's appointed unto man to die once and then the judgment, which means what God did doing first fruits. You ready? This is about to make me, this is going to make me run and shout. What God did doing first fruits is that he suspended his own rule to give them a second chance. First fruits, hear me, it represents for us, but God says, I'll suspend some of my own protocol to do something for you. It's quiet here. I'll suspend. Now I know I prophesied something like that to somebody last night. That was interesting. I was like, Lord, that doesn't make sense. What's me? He'll suspend his own protocol to do something for you. The Bible says, it's appointed unto man to die once, then the judgment. You're not, you're not supposed to be able to get another shot like that. Like once you exit the earth, you're supposed to exit the earth. Wow. That's deep. 
I don't know why y'all not praising God. That's, that's going to make me shout. First fruits is when he suspended the rule. And he said, but for these, because notice he said many. He didn't say all. The Bible does not say that all of the tombs open. It says that many. Watch me. I need you to make this personal. Say, I'm one of them. Ooh. Father, we are those. Let's pray. We are those, Lord, where we ask you doing first fruits. Suspend the rule. Suspend the protocol. Father, to give us an opportunity. If there's any opportunity, God, that we missed, that we did not take advantage of, that we were supposed to, that we did not seize, we pray tonight that based on your Bible in Matthew 27, if you suspended protocol for them, you are no respecter of persons. And you said, watch me, but you do respect principles. We are honoring your feast, so we ask that you would do that for us. We are one of them. We ask that you suspend protocol. We ask that you suspend the rule doing first fruit and give us, God, a second opportunity wherever it is needed. Oh, my God. Give us a second opportunity wherever it is needed. Give us an additional chance wherever it is needed. Give us an addition. Give us, God, a second chance wherever it is needed. Do it doing first fruits. We pray. We tell you, God, we are open and we are ready. Father, the deal, if the deal needs to be brought back around, we ask that you suspend protocol and bring the deal back around. If the offer needs to be represented, we ask that you suspend protocol, let the offer be represented. If there's something we need to say we did not say, we ask that you suspend protocol and give us an opportunity to do it. If you did it for them 2,000 and watch me 22 years ago, you can do the same thing for us. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, my God. Guys, can I go? Can I just say something else that I don't know that I'm going to get an opportunity to say in tomorrow's message? Um, let me say this. And, guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. That thing is powerful to me. That thing is powerful to me. He suspended his own protocol. He suspended it. Bishop, how do you know that? All right, let me tell you. I know that. If you go to Hebrews 9, 27, that's how I know that. I'm always going to give you a scripture to back it up. Hebrews 9, 27. This is, um, uh, let's go New King James. As it is appointed for men to die once and after this, the judgment. It's just as simple. It's just as simple. simple. Wherever we need a second. Is there anybody on here where you, you think there's some areas you need a second chance? Like you need a second chance. You need a second shot. You need a second opportunity. You need a second. That's what first fruit is. We watched him do it. We watched him do it. All right. Listen, guys. Um, so when did this all happen? 2022 years ago. Um, time is based. Time. Time. It's based off of the death of Jesus. Um, subsequently, the resurrection of Jesus, right? Um, this is 2022 AD, after the death. His death, burial, and resurrection, and his resurrection, which is first fruits, which is tomorrow, 
It marks zero time. Come on, this is good to me. It marks zero time. His death, burial, and resurrection, it marks zero time. What does this mean for you and I, spiritually? Um, it means this very simple principle um, is that this time that we're in, it literally means there's areas of your life where it's going to, and this makes sense too, I prophesied this yesterday too. Rarely do I remember what I prophesied. Um, watch me. It will be like a reset of time. It's zero time. It, it, his, his death, burial, and resurrection, which is first fruit, it marks zero time. So not only are there times, y'all better hear this tonight because I don't know if I'll be able to say any of this in tomorrow's message. Um, this is all fresh from the Holy Ghost for you tonight. Those of you that are on here, this is what I need you to share. Um, not only will he suspend protocol and give you a second opportunity in some areas you need it, but this will be like zero time for you. It's like a reset of time for you. It's a reset. Um, it represents areas where we just get to hit reset. So you get to hit reset. It's zero time. It's reset time. When did all this happen? 2022, 2022 years ago is when it happened. Zero is marked by his death, burial, and resurrection. When do we honor his resurrection? The Feast of First Fruits. When is that this year? It's tomorrow. So literally, this is zero time. Reset. 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 For some of you, watch me. You're about to have a reset. I saw somebody say that in your worship. You're going to have a reset in your praise. You're going to have a reset in prayer. You're going to have a reset in your focus. Ooh, God. You're going to have a reset in your focus. For some of you, you've been very unfocused. Who is the, Who am I talking to right now? You've been very unfocused. Very unfocused. Just wave at me because I want to cover you. Why? Because you will have a reset of your focus. You have, have a reset of your priorities. You have a reset of your, uh, watch me, of your understanding of your assignment in the earth. You have a reset in your business. For some of you, I feel like, um, I don't even like the word feel, but I sense for some of you during this time, your business is going to come into clarity because you've just been doing stuff. But during this time, it's going to come into clarity. It's going to be like a reset. You're like, ah, I don't need to be doing that, that, or that. I need to be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Zero time. All right. Wow. Um, and then the fourth spring feast, we got to go. The fourth spring feast is on June 5th, which is the day of Pentecost. We're not going to talk about that tonight. So from now until June, we are in the season of the spring feast. From now into June, we're in the season of the spring feast. What do the spring feast represent? Sudden, fast, forward movement. Tomorrow's message is called the God of a sequel. The God of a sequel. Um, and I'm literally going to walk you through and talk you through how God gets you to sequel. How he gets you to next. How he gets you. Um, the Bible says he takes us from one degree of glory to the next degree of glory. So I'm going to talk you through and teach you through that um, tomorrow. Uh, and I'm going to specifically deal. I've been teaching you on Wednesday. Of course, yesterday, Friday Night Fire, we went straight into Passover because that's where we're welcoming. But I'm going to teach. I've been teaching you about uh, on last Sunday. I taught you 
the sequel of a seed and how everything with God is about seeds. Everything is seed, sequel, seed, sequel, seed, harvest. Harvest is an, sequel is another word for harvest. Everything is seed, sequel. And I taught you about um, how you, what comes out of your mouth is a seed. I taught you about your movements. What you do is a seed. I taught you about how you manage things. I taught you that on Wednesday. It's a seed. I talked to you about ministry, serving, that is a seed. I talked to you about what you do with your money, uh, that is a seed. I talked to you how, and that I ended on Wednesday, about how even your mistakes, those are a seed. I'm going to introduce another seed to you tomorrow. Who wants to know what it is tonight? If I get 20 of you all to say, say it, uh, say it, let's put that on the screen, say it. If I get 20 of you all to type, say it, I'm going to tell you what it is tonight. I'm going to tell you what it is tonight. But I need 20 of y'all to put that on the screen. Say it. Say it, Bishop. Come on him. Um, and guys, if you're just coming in, do me a favor. Make sure that you share this video. When you share, people get saved. We are over 200 decisions now um, for the year of people who have given their lives to the Lord. And I believe it's going to be a great harvest um, of decisions tomorrow. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Amen, amen. All right. I see my 20 comments. Here we go. Here's, here's I gave you mouth. Movements, management, ministry, money, mistakes. Here's the seventh seed, and there's seven on purpose. Seven is completion. There's seven on purpose. You want to know the seventh seed? Miserable moments. Miserable moments. Oh my God. Miserable moments. Um, it's the seventh seed miserable moments. I'm going to teach you um, how there is a necessity for miserable moments. There is a must for miserable moments. There is a requirement for miserable moments. Um, I know we all want to hear about the good. We all want to shout about what the amazing things that God's about to do. But I need you to know that God he uses miserable moments. In fact, he orders miserable moments. Tomorrow morning at 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. Mountain Time. That's 11.15 and 1.15 Eastern Time. If you're in Denver, join us in the building. If not, you can watch us. Chai said this series is mind-blowing. Come on. Um, if not, you can watch us um, on any of our digital platforms. It's going to be amazing. Because I'm going to introduce another seed to you tomorrow called Miserable Moments. Wow. How many of you right now, just be honest with me, you're dealing with some miserable moments right now? Just be honest. Wave at me. Dealing with some miserable. Erica said, I can't hardly wait. Come on here. Come on. Tina says, it's going to be good. Come on. Can't wait. How many of you right now, you have some miserable moments? And pay attention to the wording. Miserable moments, miserable moments, miserable moments. Um, God orders miserable moments. Jesus, I got you. I promise you, this thing is going to be good. Um, I'm going to show you a line about Jesus you've probably never, ever seen. And it's going to explain a lot of your life. It's one part of a verse that you've probably never, ever seen. Somebody said today. Uh, it's one part of a verse that you've probably never seen about Jesus.
um, and I'm going to show it to you tomorrow. And it's going to make you say, um, it's going to be good. All right. Today, uh, if this blessed you, I want to encourage you. You can sew. How can you sew? You're on IG. You can use the badges. You can also use Cash App, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can also use um, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, and Given. All of that's available. Um, the email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church should you want to give that way. If you're already connected to Harvest, you can use text to give or giving online. All of those methods are available for you to give and sow that way. All right? In addition to that, if you're on here tonight and you're not a Christian, this is your opportunity to come to the Lord. Uh, if you want to recommit yourself to him, you can do that tonight. And if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with the Lord. Tonight's your night to be sure. Wherever you're at, I just need you to make that decision tonight. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Love you too. Or be sure, just do the hand wave emoji or say it's me wherever you're at. One, two, three, respond right now. Respond right now. Wow. Oh, I got you. Look, it's like you are trying to get out of them and can't. Oh, I got you tomorrow. I got you tomorrow. Let me tell you something. I got you tomorrow. I got you tomorrow. It's Easter Sunday, y'all. So in Denver, I encourage you to get to the building. Amen. All right. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure with a hand wave emoji, say it's me. Of course, all of our digital fam. I love our digital fam from Pennsylvania to, of course, Atlanta and all over. I mean, y'all are amazing. We had people flying last night. Bless you, man. I got we had people flying last night from Atlanta to be here in Denver for the Friday night. It was amazing. And then flew out and got out of here first thing this morning. That was just that just blessed me to hear that. That's just so awesome. All right. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself a little or be sure. Do that hand with emoji or say it's me. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to count you down from five. Five. Four, I'm waiting on you. Three, don't miss your moment. Two, don't miss your moment. One, if that's you, I want you to respond. Guys, while I'm giving folks an opportunity to respond, I like to count down and wait just to make sure people get an opportunity to respond. Because some people say, I don't want nobody to see me. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to beat you down. People are going to love you. Just going to love you and love you to life. Once we finish this preview, can I get you to share this? Put it in your story. You can put it in your page. When you share, people get saved. But in addition to that, I do the previews to get you excited about the word so you can invite other people. All right. And so you can even text it to them. You can text them the website. You can text them the app. Um, it's literally amazing to see what can happen from a simple, simple share. Um, when you do that, great things can happen. All right. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, just need for you to text the word DECISION to 877-552-4746. All right, I will see you all in the morning, um, 915-1115 Mountain, 1115-115 Eastern. It's going to be amazing. Last night, people got saved at Friday Night Fire. It was amazing in Denver. Of course, we're going to be in Atlanta in two weeks on April 29th for Friday Night Fire. It's going to be great. It's going to be our second interest service. I need you to get registered for that. If you got folks in Atlanta, get registered for that. We'll really start pushing it um, this week. Um, once we're past Easter Sunday, really tomorrow afternoon, we'll really start pushing it. Um, but I uh, want to make sure that uh, that you get registered for it, just so that we know how to save, serve you. Registration is totally free, of course. We just want to know who's coming so we can make sure we're prepared to serve you. All right? I love you guys. 
And um, I can't wait to see you in the morning in the build on campus or online. It's the message is called the God of a sequel. And one of the seeds that God will use, thank you so much. One of the seeds that God will use is miserable moments. I promise you, miserable moments. So for everybody, you feel like you got some miserable moments. I just need you to put this on the screen. It's a seed. I just need, before I get off of here, I just need to put it on the screen. It's a seed. It's a seed. It is a seed. Every miserable moment, it's a seed. Every moment you feel forgotten, it's a seed. Every moment you feel let down, it's a seed. Every moment you feel like God is not with you, it's a seed. Every time you think, God, you've forgotten about me, it's a seed. Every time you feel like, God, why is this taking so long, it's a seed. Every miserable moment is a seed. And I'm going to show you tomorrow how he makes that into a sequel. It's going to be good. I'll say it again. I'm going to show you a line about Jesus. You've probably never been taught. You've never probably, you've read it, I'm sure, but it probably never hits you the way that it's going to hit you tomorrow. All right. I'll see you guys in the morning. Again, if this bless you, go so dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, number two at the end, cash app. Um, you can use that. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, give the fine. All of that's available. Hello at harvestsearch.touch. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing night. Tyler's fine. You know, it's, it's, I, I, I keep doing it because, so let me just tell y'all a pet peeve of mine. This is, this is a pet peeve of mine. I hate collars that be doing this. This right here, that is not God. Okay? It's not the Lord. I also have not one of these. I'm not one that, I don't like it like that. That's just me. I don't like it buttoning all the way up like that. That's just me. So when this collar, this has nothing to do with the word, but just, just sincere, right? But see, it'll lay flat, right? But then, see, I don't like it like that. I like a little opening like that, okay? But then when you do that and you start moving, that collar start flipping. That is not God. When I see people and I see them collars, not right. I want to just walk up to them and say, if you don't fix this collar, and this is a polo, so there's no, there's no collar stays. That is, I, that thing there, there are people I have seen, and I have just said, I can't even look at them because your collars are just all over the place. I don't know what to look at. Should I look at you or should I look at them collars that's all over? I'm just saying. That, that for everybody whose collars be like this, you better get them collars from standing up. That is not Bible. That is not excellence. This is how a collar is supposed to be. That's why I keep messing with it because it's supposed to, it's, that thing bothers me. And I am not. I know some people like doing that. I don't like doing that. I don't like buttoning my shirt all the way up to the top. This has nothing to do with the word. But since we're talking about it, there you go. <laughs> Love you guys. Have an amazing night. See y'all in the morning. Share this in your stories when we get off. Shalom. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.